Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a successful online business. We're going to be having fun talks and discussions with experts in the industry on topics like business, marketing, branding, and much more, where you will learn actionable tips that you can apply to your own business. We're here to encourage you and empower you to start your own online business and guide you through the journey. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited. I hope you're all doing amazing. It's your host, Fatia here. By now, you should know how to pronounce my name. Yeah, I'm really, really excited for today's episode because I have an incredible guest. But apart from that, we are opening the doors to the She Wins membership. I'm so, so, so excited. Like all you guys that have been like signing up to the the waiting list and all of you that can't wait to get on. Listen, we are almost open. Almost. I'm going to add almost because if you're listening to this episode, then tomorrow, all those people that are going to be in the Start Building Your Online Business from Scratch event are going to get exclusive access. But not only them, also the people who signed up to the waiting list. Yes, I'm going to give you exclusive access to the membership so make sure if you're not on the waiting list jump over it and get like access to this incredible membership that's literally my heart and soul i put in everything and i'm so excited to share it with you so let's get into today's episode today's guest is gina talarico she's a business development and social media strategist the reason i'm so excited to have gina on the podcast is because her personality is just so vibrant she's amazing literally she's so positive and she loves talking like me so come on i I have to like i have to love her (laughs) so i'm so excited for you to get to know her better and for us to dive into uh, the tips that she's going to share with us today so i'm really excited and i just want to welcome her to the show welcome to the show gina how are you today oh i'm doing so great thank you so much for that wonderful introduction (laughs) (laughs) and so can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in business Yeah, so I have a background in banking. So I'm from British Columbia, Canada. Um, I graduated from high school. I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So of course I started serving Uh, and going to school. um, Decided that I challenged every exam in in my my first year business and passed. So (laughs) so I'm a bit of a overachiever, I guess you could say. And so I dropped out being like, I don't, I don't need to be here. And um, (laughs) Honestly, that's 100% what happened. And I said, well, I mean, if if I want to take some online classes, I can, but like, I'm not going to get a lot out of being in a classroom. I can work Mm. faster than this. 
So I took a few online classes that went really, really well. Um, still never finished my degree. I started working in banking. Um, so I had two, two years banking experience working my way up really um, quickly. Um, I was very ambitious I and mean, I set my mind on a goal and I obsess mm-hmm. about it until I have it. I was like that with my first car. I was like that with pretty much Aww. everything that I've got today. It's, I don't know, I'd say it's a flaw, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it's just because I, I genuinely obsess about it. Like right now, I'm looking at buying my first home, mm-hmm. and I mean that's a longer process than buying your first car. Yeah. And I'm so impatient, and now I can't even go and look at houses because <laughs> we're all stuck in our houses. I know. So, yeah, but anyways, okay, it's a sidetrack. Um, yeah, so I started in banking. I was working my way up. Um, I was promoted within eight months, and so then the last year and a half, I was an advisor at 21, giving people advice about what to do with their investments and um, giving them mortgages and you know, opening up savings accounts and helping them budget their money and whatever else. And I, like, I dressed older, I acted older, I made sure because, I don't know, I didn't think anybody would take me seriously yeah. at 21, right? Yeah. I never had a mortgage on my own, so how was I supposed to sell somebody else one, right? Yeah. Um, so after the year and a half, I blew my targets out of the water. I was really proud of myself. It was an awesome first year. Mm-hmm. And um, management just said that, they weren't or she wasn't going to entertain the idea of me moving up um so I mean it pushed me back a little bit and I just I I talked to her a little bit more about it and I said I love working here and I'd love to continue but I mean okay I was 22 at the time I was like I'm not gonna stay here forever like sorry you kind of Um, wanted to like move forward you know explore what was in it for you and they were not giving you the opportunity exactly so then I interviewed at another bank. I decided, right, it was it wasn't worth the fight. I said mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to fight to want to stay with a company yeah. if they're not going to promote me, right? Mm-hmm. So that was, and it was throughout that whole year I really realized that you know when you're working for a really big corporation, it's you're a number, and you are. And exactly. it wasn't until I I loved working with people and working with their money. It was something very personal. Um, and I so me being a millennial, I grew up with a phone in my hand. I was always on social media. Um, I was turned down for an interview at another financial institution because they told me that I was too ambitious. So I made it through like three or four interviews. How can a company say that someone is too ambitious? Like, I'm I'm happy to have ambitious people in my, in my, my company. I'll be like, yeah, here you go. More responsibility. That's how it should be, isn't it? I totally agree. And I was like, okay. And it, it, it totally got me down for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I should just go with the flow then. Maybe I should just be, you know, just be an advisor at, at this bank for the rest of my life. And I was like, why am I taking what she said so seriously when I know better, right? Exactly. And so it took me a little while. Like, it was probably two or three months that I was just like, I moped around, totally mm-hmm. honest with you guys, um, that I was like, this is stupid. Um, but the day that I found out I didn't get the job, I went home and I wrote my first business plan because I was so mad. So without me actually knowing it, I, I, I created my business. Like mm-hmm. I, that was, that's the first, I mean, I'm still working off of that same business plan that's like on a scrap piece of paper, yeah. but I still have it. Just because it's, it's like, you know, that, that token for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I, and so then me being a millennial, I grew up with the phone in my hand, yeah. I realized that businesses really need to be on social media. Um, I know that there's a lot of good and bad that come with social media. I've experienced both. Um, being, like I said, a little bit of an overachiever perfectionist, mm-hmm. I got trapped in the how many likes are you getting? You know, what, what do you look like online and how mm-hmm. to pose properly until I was like, you know what? 
this is not what social media should be about. There, there is a bigger picture here and there should be a bigger picture. And then there was one day that I was like, well, I don't remember the last time I looked in like a newspaper. Yeah. Like I don't read the newspaper. I am like, I buy or I see businesses on Facebook ads. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're having a sale at wherever. Mm. And I phone in, right? And that was huge. So Facebook advertising was the first thing that I realized, you know, it was really beneficial for business owners to be using it. Yeah. But then the more digging I did, I was like, you can do this organically. You just have to have a proper strategy. Yeah, exactly. And so then I just started working with business owners one-on-one, and that's how I learned. I just decided, okay, like, can I can can I intern? I actually never did anything for free, which I'm kind of surprised. Everybody <laughs> decided to pay me, yeah. which is kind of sweet. That was that was something good. Well, it was because you're probably pro- providing value. Yeah, you exactly. Seeing some so, changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, just educating them even on the different platforms like mm-hmm. Facebook versus Instagram like the marketing is very different yeah on how you need to do it on both platforms right so uh yeah so then that honestly and it's snowballed from there I was able to quit my nine to five six months later and that was oh my gosh almost a year ago to the date wow yeah so and just, I, I had this question that I, I didn't want to forget actually and yeah. it's like why did you decide to go to into social media and not continue as maybe a financial advisor on your own as a consultant or something like that yeah so i i thought about it mm-hmm. um and i thought that you know two years in the banking industry wasn't um as powerful as like 10 years on social mm. media i did genuinely feel like i knew more and i could bring more value okay. in social media so I do all like business coaching. So we do look at your whole business if I'm like, if we're working together. Mm-hmm. And so I do go in a little bit to your financials and your offers and how to, you know, if you're worried about hiring. Um, so I will look a little bit at that. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, two years or yeah, two years in banking, I should have, I don't know. I, I found maybe it was a little bit of like imposter syndrome. I didn't think that I was qualified enough mm-hmm. to, to offer that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah, I would just I'd like you to share with us five t- mm-hmm. tips that you recommend businesses to use in order to grow their their business more effectively today on the social media. Platform. So to grow, so <clears throat> I mean, okay, so would you which what platform do you want to talk about first? So Maybe I want to talk about Instagram because I love Instagram. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, let's so go on Instagram. Yeah. I think if if you're new to the business world and you're not on Instagram, go create an account right now while you're listening to this podcast because you're missing out. Like, you need to be on Instagram. Definitely. I, I just chatted with a lady yesterday who was forced to bring her business online, and she had a Facebook page, and I was like, we're trashing that. We're going on Instagram. Like, exactly. <laughs> you, you can keep your Facebook page. I think it's great. Like, you, need, you should be focusing on Instagram. I love Instagram. Instagram's my favorite. I've got 99% of my clients off of Instagram. Yeah. I, I believe, like, the same thing you just said. I believe that you should have Facebook pages and group whatever for social proof. Because people are looking for you on Google and wherever it is, just for them to be able to link to you. But or else, like Instagram is love, and I'm saying this on a on a point of view of someone that I shared just my daily life back in the days four years ago. I shared my daily life, and I grew a community without realizing. And then one company came to me, and she he was like, "We want to pay you for you to do uh, to promote a product for us." So I was like, okay, so there's power in this platform. 
and I always stick to it. Obviously, with time, I decided to go a different way because I, I kind of like got stuck in the influencer kind of thing, beauty yes. products, you know. It's, it's easy to get stuck in that world. But then I thought to myself, do I really want to be known for that? Yeah, I do other stuff, but why am I prioritizing this? It's not that meaningful for the world. But yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so You're I was totally, like, yeah. so I was like, let me use Instagram for a better mean, like for a better purpose. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, told, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like, you can offer a hundred different things if you want, but you will be the go-to person for one thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to focus on. So, I mean, I guess that could be my first tip. Like, you need to be the go-to person for one thing. Yeah. And so, like I said before, I do, like, I help you hire and fire in your business. I'll help you um, with your business financials. But I help with social media and that's how people find me and then yes I do offer other things you know as we're working together it is a holistic mm -hmm. view of your business and training for your business like yeah. we can work on branding we can work on everything but I am go-to for social media marketing mm -hmm. and that's just how I branded myself right yeah because I know that that there's a lot of help for that so mm -hmm. like you said you could still do the influencer stuff yeah but it's what do you want to be known for exactly. you can you have completely con like you have control over that in a year if you want to change do it yeah. Like, who cares? Like, you have exactly. control here, right? Exactly. It's, it's your business. Yeah. Yeah, so focus on one thing. Like, that, like, be the go-to person for one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I always relate this back to multi-level marketing because they do a really good job of it. Um, I think that they need to up their marketing strategies in these companies, but they are go-to for one thing. Like, mm -hmm. they sell one thing. Yeah. Right? Like, the company revolves around one thing, and mm -hmm. that's why it's successful. So when you're doing your own thing and it's 100% on you, being really specific, and I know that you guys have probably all heard this a thousand times, but it is so true. It is yeah. so true. Like a hat, like be focus on one thing. You can offer many, but focus on one with your marketing, Definitely. and you're gonna see a huge increase. Yeah, it's always so better to focus. keep it simple and don't go running around like a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then like when you start conversations with people, you, I always say, "Hey, I did two years in banking. Do you need support with that as well? Mm. We can customize your coaching program." Yeah. For what you need mm -hmm. but you came to me for social media and i know that that's something that you probably will also need help with a little bit or yeah. at least a little bit more education right mm -hmm. uh, on the platforms and how to whatever market yourself on the platforms mm -hmm. right um two would have to be consistency i know you guys seriously i'm sure that these are all things that you but they are uh, i believe that the more we repeat things the more they stick to be for brain and they're just like okay Honestly. just keep it simple yes yeah, yeah. so I think of Instagram, like think about like your dating Instagram. Mm. What are you going to go on a date once one week and eight times the next week? Probably not. Exactly. You want to be consistent. You want to go on a date once or twice a week, three times a week. You can rent, like I would say if you can't commit to twice a week, want post every Monday and that's it. Mm. Instagram will automatically rank you higher if the algorithm can predict when you're going to post. Mm. So then when you, it gets a little bit more complicated the more that you're posting. So I post about three to four times a week. And from there, I, I, I alternate days. It's whenever I am more inspired or whenever I feel like putting content out there, but yeah. I always post mm. three or four times a week. And I'm on stories every single day. And yeah. you will automatically rank higher. You will see your, your engagement going up. Yeah. What if someone's like, I, I don't really want to maybe pull myself out there and, you know, create stories or stuff like that. What can I do still to reach my audience and to connect to my audience? 
So what do you okay? So what do you mean by putting yourself out there? I so mean, like, not as a business because obviously behind a business is always a person, isn't it? So yeah. a lot of people are just like, maybe I don't want to put myself, my face out there. I'm I'm not into like all oh, that Instagram live that I'm putting my face out there. You know, people yeah. say that. So no. yeah, oh totally, exactly. So like, what would you say in that case? Like, yeah. I still have a business, and Instagram is all about kind of showing up. You always need to show up, show up, show up. Like, what's the ways that you recommend them to show up and be visible on Instagram in that case? Um, okay, so my, my coaching style is a little bit like tough love. I'd say get over it and put your face up there. I like Honestly, that. like, okay, but it also, it also depends on what kind of business you're in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 90% of the businesses that are on Instagram are not going to do well if you're not going to show your face because people don't believe you that you're a real person. Exactly. You have, like, you... How how do you supposed to how are you supposed to sell to somebody if they don't even think you're real? They're gonna like swipe by your stories, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and stop trying to be perfect. Exactly. So when I first so a quick tip when I first started going like live or was showing my face, I would record a video on my phone mm -hmm. and then I would use like an app to cut it up into fifteen second intervals <laughs> and then upload them. But I would seriously sit there and I would spend forty minutes recording a one minute thing because I would record it over and over and over again and then yeah. pick my favorite one. It was ridiculous. I wasted so much time, but it made me like that's what I needed to become confident, and that's totally fine. You can yeah. do that. You record it on your phone, and like, okay, cool. Nobody has to see it if you don't like it, right? It's yeah. not out there forever. Um, but okay, so then the other side of it is like, um, I had, I worked with a photographer last year, and so all of her photos. Like, I mean, she's a photographer, mm -hmm. so she's not taking photos of herself, right? Yeah. But really encouraging her to be live on her stories, at least just showing her face on her stories, because she has such a wonderful personality mm -hmm. that it was like, more people will buy from you yeah. if they know how hilarious you are and how like, it's not going to be weird mm -hmm. to go out and shoot with you. Like, you're really, like, bubbly and yeah. love what you do and show your passion, right? And her sales went up. Like she was, she was already on story, yeah. uh, talking about like her dog and like, that's fine. That's what, if that's what you yeah. want to start with, show your dog and have your voice in the background. Exactly. Like it doesn't even need to be your face mm -hmm. and your voice is still social personal. And then, I mean, I just say, yeah, like put your face on there. Your, your engagement and your sales will go up if you sell or show your face and talk about what it is that you're selling. Yeah. Definitely. It will. It, I've never seen anybody go down ever. It won't happen. Yeah, because people people that are actually on Facebook, oh, sorry, on Instagram, are yeah. just looking to see other people. That's what Instagram is about: building those relationships, Absolutely. seeing other faces, seeing colors. And if you are not gonna be like there, putting yourself out there. And also, I say that if you start your own business, then you need to be ready and have that mindset that I need to grow. I'm gonna have to go out of my comfort zone. I'm gonna have to do things that maybe are gonna be more difficult than others. Yeah. So you kind of have to have that mindset in the first place that you know I need to grow, I need to yes. be like coachable, I need to learn from people like yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and it's at the same time like being a business owner is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, definitely. It's extremely difficult mm -hmm. mentally. Like it is, and then working from home, like it is, it is okay. Like it's not all like, I mean, you guys are all getting a taste of it right now. It is not all that it's cracked up to be. Definitely. Like you can be really unproductive if you're not disciplined. Easily, right? easily, easily. Like, yes. And, and so it's, 
it's it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, exactly. and every business would be successful. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's not, and you have to do hard things. You have to do the things in your business that you don't like doing until your business is big enough that you can you can outsource and delegate those things. Definitely, it, it's it's never always sunshine and rainbows. I know it sounds like that because you you you're following an influencer on on Instagram, they only show their highlight reel. Like exactly. how many of them are going to talk to you about the worst day that they just have? It's very rare. Every once in a while they do, but right there's, there's very few of them that do. Yeah. But they like, people like to brag, like why is reality TV so popular? Because I don't know, they also, okay, yeah, it's good to get real and share mm-hmm. even the negative sides of things, the, the downsides of things. But the reality is that people that do that usually think like no one has time to come on Instagram and see the pressing things on Instagram as well. So they're kind of mm-hmm. like everything needs to be beautiful, everything needs to be good, everything, everything needs to be happy. Yeah, and I say like share both of it. But obviously I always say share more reality. Like Oh, yes. Yeah, it's more that rather than it has to be perfect because, oh my God, we as women, like, dealing with perfectionism is terrible. It's literally it terrible. Is, oh. <laughs> so I completely agree with you. It is. Oh, but like, see, I pride myself on being a perfectionist. So it's like, it's honestly a double-edged sword because you can never win. Because you never mm. will be perfect. Exactly. But you want to so bad and you just can't. Can you tell him it's I know. I like talk. I'm just like, sometimes I'm doing like a simple PDF and I'll keep yeah. redoing it. Then I need to tell myself, Fatiha, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to get it ready. Stop it. You like, you kind of have to have that top that I need to stop you. But at the same time, it's because you want to provide something that's beautiful. I don't even know how many tips I shared. I don't, are we done the five? Anyways, I have another one. I'll just yeah, one, one more. <laughs> it, goes, it, goes along with, it goes along with your point there. Yeah. Is that you need to show who, who you are authentically mm-hmm. because, you know, think about, like, you know, any sort of, like, underdog movie that, yeah. you know, you've watched, right? Um, it, you... Like, everybody will relate to the underdog. So, like, and, and the reason that we relate to the underdog is because you've been at a low point in your life where you see yourself in them. And I think that it's so powerful, and it's something that you guys need to do. So sharing your story yeah. and being, being authentic is so important. And I think that that's something that I've noticed, like, You can share the reality, you can share the negative parts, but you need to show your mindset around how you're going to get over, how you're going to get through the hard bits. Because Mm. with with your, um, like with the the hard parts and with being like your underdog story or like the struggles that you've made it through, people are going to relate to that. They're going to relate to that before, look at my perfect winged eyeliner. Definitely. They're, right? So being being authentic to the point where you're not going to be bumming everybody out and making everybody cry all day. Yeah. But you're saying like, like this happened and it sucked, yeah. but look at where I'm now. Like, exactly. Look at how, you know, I took control of that situation and, and I turned it into something else. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. And what are the top mistakes that you see business owner making? Oh my gosh, that your feed needs to be perfect. (laughs) Like, go and look at my feed. It is not like, 
I make sure that they're bright photos, like they're clear, they're bright. I have a pop of color usually. That is it. People, okay, unless you have like a graphic design business, okay, then you're going to want it. Obviously, that's your portfolio. If you are a, if you're a photographer, it's your portfolio. It turns into your portfolio. If you are like an education or information based, oh my gosh, post all selfies. Who cares? It does, you don't need to like, as long as they're clear. Like I get professional photos taken because that's my preference. Mm -hmm. I'm awkward. I don't like to take photos. It's weird. I mean, every once in a while you'll see, I still have selfies Mm -hmm. on there, like photos and whatever mirrors and stuff. Um, And I, but I still get professional photos taken because I want them to be clear and bright and they know how to pose you so that you don't look like a weird, I don't know, I'm awkward. (laughs) So so I can't, and I'm not a model. Yeah. I'm not a model. Like I don't, I don't know how to sit. Mm -hmm make my legs look longer like I don't care <laughs> like that's not my business exactly. like, I don't, right so don't focus so much on what your feed looks like if you are putting out value that people will be drawn to you don't focus on how many followers you have either there's been I've had tons of clients who have less than a thousand followers who have like 10k launches it's a your content so focusing on what it is that you're putting out there and the value that you're giving before you even care what your feed looks like when you get to a point that you know you're making enough money that you can really focus or get branded photo shoots awesome but as you're doing startup just stop you don't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter whatever feels in alignment to you post it if you think it's going to bring a smile to somebody's day or value to them within their business or whatever your business is Post it. Yeah, so true. Really true. Yeah. Because sometimes that's what I I, always goes back to the point that that's why you are overwhelmed in your business. Because you're trying to make everything perfect rather than like just getting it done. Like just get it done. It's difficult. I know you want everything to look beautiful and perfect, but you need to just get it done because then you're actually focusing on the wrong things. You should be focusing on how can I make that money? How can I make my business profitable rather than the details? Exactly. Like just, and it's training yourself to put focus where focus is due. Exactly. So, you know, you're not like, if you find yourself like spending an hour in Lightroom or like Visco or whatever you've used to mm. edit your stuff. Like, okay, re- really? Is that going to make money in your business? Exactly. Probably not. Like, oh, the blues are so perfect in my photo. No. <laughs> yeah, matching. going to be like, oh my gosh, can I invest with you? Because the blue in your photo was like it's the most perfect. beautiful blue I've ever seen. I'm sorry. No, no, they're not going to. Like, they're not. And, and so, but then you catching yourself, right? Like it's, it's creating a habit. Mm. That's where the consistency comes in as well. Right. Like you're, you have to train your brain because all of us want things to be perfect. Everything Mm. like you want it to be pretty. You want it to be like, it's your baby when it's your business, right? You want it to be like everything that you've always hoped, right? never gonna be that way and you so want it to be like all these people that you know you see on instagram you see online you see on youtube their things are so perfect they have this that and that and you're like i want to get that but at the same mm-hmm. time you're just touching up remember that they're probably they probably have years of experience years exactly. behind their back they had all the time to go through the process and get all they have right now so if you're yeah. starting from zero you don't have to have ten thousand pictures on day one no, like, and it's like, 
Like, yeah, you can even, like, I would reach out to that person that you think is so perfect and ask them what year they are in their business. Exactly. And then, and then you can go from there, right? Like, mm. if you scroll back, like, I didn't delete any, I don't think, photos of my, like, my Instagram. Mm. Like, they're cringy. Like, they're awful. <laughs> I mean, I had it when I was, like, in grade seven. It's, oh, yeah. no. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, that. I don't care. Like, mm. it shows my journey, and I'm very proud of it. Mm. And, and even, like, if you're reading my captions, like, watch how it, 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 it changes and you can you can see the natural progression in my business but it's it was a lot of work right like, yeah if you're not willing to put in the work then it's like you deciding yes. to to have a degree it comes with the responsibilities you need to learn you need to show up it's the same thing because like we always say you don't need a degree to start a business but you need to be open to learn and educate yourself as you go Oh, seriously. And it is painful growth, let me tell you. <laughs> I wish that I went to university and had some sort of business basics because, yeah, the marketing part came natural to me. Mm. The business part, not so much. <laughs> and I was very lucky. Like, my uncle and uh, two, of my, two of my cousins all own their own businesses. My mm. father owns his own business. So I was very lucky with the people that, like, I could go to anybody for questions if yeah. I had them. Um, and so, yeah, maybe making sure that you have a network as well of people, like, even if you just ask somebody, you know, in your local community, somebody that you might know, I guarantee you, somebody, you know, knows somebody who's a business owner that would be more than happy to answer some simple questions. Right. Definitely. And, and help you through like cut corners a little bit through the stuff, mm -hmm. or you need to hire somebody like you can't do it alone. You yeah. absolutely can't do it. Alone. Exactly. Um, I've worked with a coach since day one. Like I, I, me, myself, I, mm. it's, you know, somebody who has a result that I want yeah. and I've been working with her for the full year that I've been in business for myself mm. and having to ask her those questions as well as, you know, my family yeah. has, has, it's made me mile, like it's, it's, it's cut my journey in half. But it's Definitely. still the same amount of growing in a less period. Exactly. You still need to yeah. go through the process. Yeah, you can yeah. fast track that process. And that's why you have mentors. That's why you have courses. That's why you have coaches. You can definitely fast track it. And maybe not, have, not having to go through a lot of struggle at the end of the day. You can definitely yeah. do that. But at the same time, you can't hide the fact that you have to have the right mindset and be open to learn and grow. Yeah. That one, like, and that it, you can't skip yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I totally agree. And, like, like they're, like, with entrepreneurship, I'm sure that you can relate to this. It's, like, the highs are really high. And yeah. the lows are I'm really low. low. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there's no in-between. It is the craziest roller coaster exactly. I have ever been on. Have you ever thought about, like, going back to work? Oh, yes. Many times. <laughs> I know. Many times. And I did. And, and it's honestly, like... I was like, this would be easier yeah. if I just went back to banking. I know, yeah. I know, but at the same time, but you, you were lucky that you didn't actually go back. I had that period, that, that really low in my life where I was like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I want to go back to a job. It's easy. And you know, you just get that paid thing and that's it. And, but at the same time, as soon as I got to the job, I realized the reasons why I actually started my own business. And I couldn't yeah. stay. So that's the thing. Like, I couldn't. My mindset was just like, no. You have yeah. you're more than this. You have so much potential. Why yeah. are you going to, like, trap yourself in this? Oh, yeah. And that's just, like, that's just a beautiful part of your own personal journey, mm -hmm. right? Like, within banking, like, I stayed on their payroll 
actually, I'm still technically on their payroll, um, just in case they need help, they can phone me. Mm -hmm. And you know what, every once in a while, and it's always worked out that in those really low moments, they've been like, hey, can you come in, you know, for, you know, a day or two, we just need some help. And I've gone in and I've been like, this is why I left. And I've only had to be there for a day. And so I did, I I had those moments. Mm -hmm. And it's just because they they were very supportive when I approached them and said that I was starting my own business. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to pay it it back to them. And and, I mean, if I never would have started working there, I probably never would have started my own business. So um, even though it was a little bit more negative than (laughs) than positive, my experience, but um, they're still like, I mean, they're still a bit of a family. The staff Mm -hmm. is awesome. And they were very supportive. My manager was very, very supportive when I told her that it was something that I wanted to do. So um, yeah, so it was, and yeah, every time I went back and I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> like, I know. I, this is not what I want to do. Like, this is why I left. And then, you know, it just gets you, like, if you, if you can't, if you can't motivate exactly. yourself, which sometimes you can't, hopefully you have, you know, roommate or a partner in your mm-hmm. life or whoever that can motivate you and say, this is why you're doing this. This mm-hmm. is why you're doing this. Yeah. Because it's really hard to do that yourself. It's true. It it's really so true. is. So true. What, what was exactly the thing that kept you going? What would you say kept you going, even when you had those lows that you were thinking, ah, I don't have to do this. I want to give up. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. There's so many of them. And it's more like a a compilation of of a lot of different ones, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I start, like it wasn't like I had one of my biggest months ever. So that was the first one, like working or not working. It was like, okay, like this is real. Like yeah. I could do this full time if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I know that I want to. Okay. So like, let's keep going. And then like, I don't know. So then there was, there's so, oh, there's so many, like, uh, I'm just knowing that there's just something in the back of your head. I know it sounds really cheesy, but like, I knew that I was meant for more. You kind of said it earlier. Yeah, like I knew, I knew that this wasn't something that I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And then when I was coaching and I would just go up and I would talk to friends and they'd be like, well, what did you do today? And they'd be like, oh yeah, like I, you know, I answered phones and then I did this mm. and then I wanted to die and this is the worst and whatever <laughs> else. And then I'd be like, well, I got to do this today. I yeah. chatted with this business owner and I realized how, how happy it made me. And I was like, yeah. there, even if I made half the amount that I did banking, I would still do this. Like, I think that I happiness is so underrated because of materialistic value. It's so true. Like it genuinely makes me happy to, to, and to watch these people grow and to have them make more money than me. I want you to have a bigger launch than I ever have. Yeah. I want to see you succeed. And, and I fall in love with the passion of others. And I think that like business owners are like the most passionate people. I mean, you've built something so and you've true. created something to, and you've, you've created it employment yeah, for yourself exactly like that's crazy like that's incredible I think and and so I think it, it was it's it's always been that little thing in the back of my head that's been like this is real you can do this mm-hmm. and I yeah like you see other people doing this what makes you different like you are different in the way that somebody's going to want to work with you versus working mm-hmm. with them because yeah. of who you are right exactly. and it was just yeah or I think it was a little bit of a fear of going back to the corporate world too mm-hmm. like I do not like I was miserable the two years that I was there I drank every single day I like <laughs> I was miserable yeah I was like and it, it was like oh no I it, like I was negative I mean did definitely wasn't this energetic or and I would and I would I would be like oh my gosh it's only Wednesday I can't wait for the weekend I know. like and it was like why am I living for two days 
exactly like that's ridiculous it's ridiculous like it was it's just putting those little things things into perspective right I wasn't healthy I wasn't doing the things that I should have done and and yeah I think like one of my biggest tipping moments was so uh, a year ago this month that my grandfather passed Mm -hmm. and I was like okay life is way too short like he was the first big loss in my life I have never I am very very fortunate where I haven't lost anybody super close to me um and it was like oh my gosh like he worked until the day he died and I was like no no like that is not gonna be me we are he they made so many sacrifices coming over from Italy with all of their family like with their boys right my dad has brothers and I was like they did that so that like I could do this exactly and it was it was just this click moment mm. and I mean it's been a year later and I'm still riding that train that I'm like it was the sacrifices that my ancestors have made mm. have put me here and if like I'm going to be taking advantage of that or yeah. making them proud you owe it yeah, to them to be different absolutely. than you know than what it's not it's not even it's a point that they did those sacrifices, they sacrificed the time, they put in the effort in the job, they worked for 40 years, whatever it is, in order for you to come and have the freedom to have more choices. So why are you not taking advantage of it? Exactly, and like being just so grateful for the times that we're living in. Hmm. Like, I mean, okay, so like you're in London and I'm in Canada. And we're, we're doing this right now. Like, exactly. the, it blows my mind what the internet has, has allowed mm. us to do. It makes the world seem a lot smaller than yeah. it really is, right? We have so much and, choices. We have so much options. And still, a lot of people are able to limit themselves. And that's, yeah. like, why it's so important to understand that we don't have that many limits. We don't even have limits. Let, like, the example you just made, come on, you are on the other side of the world. And we are having a conversation right now. So why are you limiting yourself? You don't have to. And you know what? You, in that point, if you find that you're doing that, you are holding yourself back. Mm -hmm. You cannot blame that on anybody else. Exactly. Because it is you. And so so when you find that, and you find that realization that you are self-sabotaging your business, Mm -hmm. or even if this is just your life, something specific in your life, that like, we have all of the tools, like, Everybody in this world, if they actually did what they love to do for a living, mm-hmm. our economy would be so much better. Like we have enough of a population and we can actually thank baby boomers for that mm-hmm. because the baby boomers were the first generation to be quote unquote teenagers Yeah, because there was so many of them that there weren't enough jobs. So they just kind of like did whatever they wanted yeah, to do. That's and great. since then it's been it's just the generational thing because of the population increase. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now that we're all in quarantine, we might have another set of baby boomers. We'll see how busy everybody's been <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that could be another thing. And maybe we'll have to, you know, our society will, will have to make another shift. But yeah. like, if you want a basket weave or something like that for your whole life, if you want to, like, I'm training people how to use social media. I could have had just an, like I, a really awesome paying job with a pension, working nine to five, got every stat holiday off. But like I would have been unhappy for the rest of my life. Yeah. And knowing that I don't have to do that. It's not like we're in like a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. There's no, like there's, there are people out there who want to be bankers. Let them be bankers. Exactly. You, you don't have you, to settle like, for less. 
I totally agree. And you have, you have everything that you need to do this right now. Mm-hmm. Like that. And when you make that decision or you make that realization, yeah, that's going to be the moment that you, you go and you're like, okay, that was the moment that I was serious about what I actually wanted to do with my life. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, that was so good. You see, I can I can let you talk and I can just keep going and the time is so good. I think you told I just one mistake, you know. We actually got into the conversation. I'm trying to catch up. Usually I'm the one that goes <laughs> and get lost in the way. But I'm trying to keep track. So so <laughs> So I'm trying to keep track and you just told us one mistake and that is over obsessing about the the, the feed the Instagram feed yes. so yeah if you can share with us like a couple more if you have yeah so like um yeah obsessing about the number of followers I mean if you're putting your your content out there like like you know you could have 5,000 fake followers or 1,000 people who genuinely want like you're they're ready to buy from you it doesn't matter that whoever has the thousand followers is going to make more money or going to have a more Definitely. successful launch or is going to have a, a, a better community. Mm-hmm. If you think about a thousand people, that's a lot of people. Listen, you know what I say? I always say try and feed thousand people in a room. It's because we always think about them as numbers, but they're actual people. Try and feed mm-hmm. thousand people in your house. Can you know? Because that's a lot of people. Treat them as people and not as numbers. Oh my gosh, yes. That's that's it. That is exactly what it is. Imagine every single one of those people, like you said, in the room that you're in right now. Mm-hmm. Your 400 followers is going to seem like a lot. Exactly. So, so cherish those people. Mm-hmm. Cherish those people right now, right? Like yeah. those are the people who want to listen to you and can listen to you and are ready for you and for what it is that you're representing. So uh, um, one thing before I forget. Uh, Do you recommend people creating business accounts? So uh, I always do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're running a business off of your social media, you should because you get a lot more and it's free. So you can, you can see your analytics. You can see how many people have viewed your profile. You can see, um, I mean, well, so in Canada, we don't have likes anymore. So I can't actually see how many likes other people have. Really? We still have them. So they've taken that away. I I actually like that idea. Don't you? Yeah. So it just says like Gina. So like there's like there's like a whatever a photo, and then it says liked by Gina Tellerico and others. Uh-huh. So you can click in and you can like scroll through if you wanted to count every individual. Yeah. You can, but like business accounts, like so on my own posts, I can just I can see a number of how many people have liked mine mm. specifically. Yeah. How many people you know have saved it or have shared it or have mm-hmm. commented on it? Um, yeah. You can see. How, when your followers are online, you can see, like, you just, you get a very, a way more holistic view of how your business is potentially doing and the potential of your business, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, when I started doing more uh, hashtag utilization, when I first started, and I was learning more about that, I saw that, you know, like, my hashtags were really only reaching, like, a couple hundred extra people, mm-hmm. and then it moved up, moved up, moved up, and then I realized, okay, so now my posts are reaching, like, 8,000 people, and I'm only getting you know, a couple hundred likes. Okay, so now I need to go through and figure out what is it that I'm actually writing yeah. that people aren't reading, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you just do some problem solving with that, right? Yeah. Like, and it was just the analytics, me looking at it, tweaking, and then retrying. And then mm. then you create a, like, I guess, a strategy for yourself mm. that works. Yeah. That, yeah. So, so like, like as, I, a coach, really as a coach, as a coach, 
uh you know coach is something quite personal as well so people have like their personal account and they use that as the business account as well do yeah. you recommend doing something about it or not i mean I, I leave it up to them so when i'm coaching i will make suggestions i mean it's your baby it's your business um but if you want the results that i have i can show you how to do it like you have the bricks but i'm going to teach you how to build the wall so, I mean, if you want to put it together with, like, tape or cement, that's up to you, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it, it yeah. is up to you how you want to build your business, but at the same time, I've been through there, and I've made those mistakes. Yeah. So, I'm going to make suggestions. If you want to take them, mm -hmm. awesome. If you don't, you can take some and leave some. Sometimes I'll give yeah. two or three suggestions, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I I don't, I would, I would pro probably like if they had a personal account I, I suggested them getting a business account and they didn't want to i'd probably ask them why. i mean okay so the one example when i was working with one of my clients she still had her nine to five and she was worried about them finding out so then she started a second page <laughs> okay that was yeah so she was because she i don't know if she was just worried that she'd get fired or whatever and mm. she understood that like she can't just like quit her nine to five and start a new business. Like, I, like you have to have some sort of money coming in. I'm sorry, yeah. you have bills to pay, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's very rare that you're gonna make enough to pay all of your bills in your first month of business. Definitely not. Right? And even if you do, you're probably gonna have a few low months as you're learning mm -hmm. throughout the whole season of everything, right? Um, so, I mean, in that instance, she created a different account and it was a business account. Um, and now she, like doesn't use her personal well, now that she's she's done her nine to five now she's quit we're all super excited for her and uh and then so now she just uses her business account um i don't i mean she might post on her personal every once in a while i mean i follow both but i think that that would be the reason like there would have to be a specific reason So I'm just going to go through the speed questions with you and then we're going to have to wrap it up because we run out of time. But I, yeah, I, like, probably, I, <laughs> I know I can do the same, but if you guys love Gina, please let us know because we can work something out and she can come back to the podcast. So let us know. I love it. I love to. <laughs> so let's get into the speed question. What's the app or software that you can't live without? Ooh, ooh, probably Instagram. That's where I make my money. So I feel like that. <laughs> Okay, what's your favorite book or book that changed everything for you in your business? Ooh, um, so Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself or You Are a Badass. Both of them were huge for me. I never probably, read probably, that. Probably, probably Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself was the biggest one. Hmm. It was just, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely going to read it. And we're going to have it on the, on, the, on the website as well. Remember, just go into books and you'll find the books there. What's the biggest failure that led to your biggest lesson that you've learned? Ooh. Oh man, there's a few. <laughs> like, like, it, like you guys, like this. It's it is how it, this is what business owner. Okay, so let's see. Um, I went from so I was a virtual assistant for a while, and that's how I um, was able to make money while I I grew my coaching business mm -hmm. while I grew the, enough authority. Yeah. Um, I was still working with business owners. Um, so I ended up. Uh, so I was working for I think I had like six six at the same time, and I had realized that I'd spread myself too thin and I had actually let them know hey I'm moving into coaching mm -hmm. um I would love to set you guys up with with some people that I know in the industry yeah and so I I mean I laid them off or like I sort of quit and then I didn't have an income for three months because I mean you're not going to launch your coaching business and make ten thousand dollars that's not how it works 
and I ate through all of my savings. And so that is a huge thing that I would say, like, I should have kept half of them on because I realized that I was spreading myself too thin and that I, I couldn't spend enough time helping these business owners who are paying me with their business. Yeah. And so I realized, okay, so this is something Thing that I need to take, take a step back from before I make a mistake or before I get fired or yeah. before you know what I mean yeah um and so it wasn't it was it was me saying okay no I'm jumping in with two feet I should have been a little bit smarter about it and that's where I mean like I should have reevaluated. okay so what am I going to do if this doesn't work right away I had yeah. so much faith that it was yeah. just going to work until I realized okay like you have to be a little bit more realistic mm-hmm. because what if it doesn't yeah, like, you know, is you have to have a backup plan or a safety net, especially when you're online. I think that that would be my biggest one. Um, and I mean, I had savings, thank goodness. Otherwise, I would have been back at the bank uh, or looking for more virtual assistant people. To, I mean, you have to pay your bills. Like, yeah, I have to eat, right? You have to, yeah. And so thank goodness I had my savings and I was able to do that. And, and so that was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked out for me. But yeah, it was that was a big shift that I should have eased my way into instead of like, realizing that this was my passion and I jumped in and then I was like yeah oh uh, my god (laughs) if you could go back in time and do it all over again what would you do differently are they related so I would probably keep my highest ticket one on because Mm. I was making the exact amount of money that I needed to pay my bills Mm. so just keeping that, that person I mean looking back on it now I realized that like not having an income for two or three months motivated the heck yeah, out of me yeah. I was like girl are you going back to banking like heck no like no you're not you're yeah. not going back to banking it was giving like, you, you no know? options so it, it didn't motivate me so I exactly mm-hmm. and so I, it really was like if you don't put in the work and you don't do this you're gonna go back to banking and I was like no so, <laughs> like I was like that wasn't an option for me yeah. it was not an option and so I mean, I, I look at it, well, I try to look at it now with a light. Mm. I mean, at the same time, I was stressed out because I wasn't making any money. I was working like 12 hour days because I had to make up for, mm. you know, I realized how much work needed to go into creating my programs and doing all that. Yeah. But I realized like it would have, it would have taken the pressure off. So I would have kept uh, one or two on making sure that, you know, I had enough time, but it probably would have taken me six months instead mm. of the three months because I'm still responsible for helping others with their businesses. So I couldn't spend the full 12 hours that I was spending on my business. Mm. So it is, there's a little bit of both. So like, I don't think I would change anything because it did work for me, but like I was a stress case (laughs) that whole whole few months, Mm. but it really pushed me into where I am today. And it was a risk that I understand that most people, I mean, like, I don't have kids. Yeah. Like, I, I really had, like, my bills. I was only responsible for me. Mm, yeah. And so, I mean, and good thing I had savings. Good thing I, I had banking experience and I realized that you should be saving, you know, a certain percentage of your paychecks. And I had that. That's good. That <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Like, so, so in my specific instance, yeah, yeah, I was lucky. I was lucky. Mm. Um, and so in my specific experience, I think that I wouldn't change anything. But if circumstances were different and I didn't have a fallback of my savings, um, I, I would have kept a few on and just your journey. Like you don't have to compare your journey to anybody else's, right? Exactly. So what if it took me six months to launch my programs? Six months is not a long time. Like that's mm-hmm. like a like a semester in university. When I you're working, a whole you lot of nothing. My it. first semester at university. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So I mean, I don't think I would change anything because it worked out. But maybe if it didn't, it would be different. Yeah. yeah. I. That's. Those are the two things I think I would. If I if I had to go back and change it, that's what I would do. Okay. And do you have a mantra? A mantra. 
I mean, I've like, I do, it, it depends on what I'm feeling that day. Mm, okay. So I do like, I do EFT tapping every morning. Okay. So it, it just depends on how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Okay. So like some days I'll wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have a huge zit on my chin. I don't know if you can see it, but it's ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so then like this morning, literally yeah. I woke up and I was like, I'm not feeling pretty or not feeling, you know? And so then I would, whatever it is for that day, that is my mantra for the day. And I okay. will, so like now my plan is, is like, I mean, I usually work from my pajamas because I can, but like now, because of this is the way that I'm feeling, I'm going to go and hundred percent get ready. I'm going to yeah. put on an outfit that I know that I love mm -hmm. and I'm going to make myself feel like, I mean, you should probably not put makeup on a zit, but I'm still going to do it. Cause <laughs> it's going to make me feel pretty. So, yeah, as long as so, it makes you feel like, good. Know, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, it just depends because like, I mean, every morning, I think if you really, you're being in tune with your, with your body and what it is that, that you need spiritually and yeah. mentally is going to make you more successful in business. Definitely. Right? You have to be very in tune with how you're feeling. So yeah, like, I mean, or if you're feeling anxious or unmotivated, I have different mantras for sort of different way, like ways that you're feeling. I think that you should have definitely more than one. And you have the best advice that what's the best advice that you've ever received? Stop comparing yourself to somebody else's highlight reel. That's like really like everyone needs to remember that. Like, yeah, it's so like important. What, even what you see, like if you like, okay, so I saw one of my ex-boyfriends like mm. two weeks ago and chatting with them and, and like, like, of course, of course you're going to like, you talk about all the most wonderful things that you've done over the last however long it is that you've seen them. <laughs> But you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, my grandpa died and then, you know, this mm. and that. And then I lost my job. No, that's not what you're going to tell your exactly. ex boyfriend. Sorry. But you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you can't take the things that you see, especially online as real life. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's not. Mm -hmm. so like true. It, it isn't. It isn't. Even if you're running a business, like I am, I'm real on my Instagram, but like, I'm not going to come on and be like, like, I only slept two hours because I was crying all day. Like, I'm, that's not the things that I share with my followers. Yeah, because like, I don't, like, at the end of the day, you need to be, like, that person that someone's come to. So you kind of yeah, still yeah. have to keep certain stuff. You need, you kind of have to just show certain stuff at the end of the day. Exactly. Even if you're being authentic and, then, and everything. I mean, exactly. And so I think, like, when coaching, like, if we're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching... And I see you going through something. Of course, I'm going to tell you, okay, well, like, yeah. this was my lowest moment. And this yeah. is what happened because I can help you through that. But I don't broadcast that on my social mm -hmm. media. Because one-on-one, -on -one, it's a lot more intimate than, you know, than, than, you know, somebody talking about, you know, the program that they're offering, right? <laughs> if it's a crucial part of your story, I think that letting people know your struggles. Yeah, then is really important. Yeah. It's very, very important. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, just so stop taking what you see online or what you, you know, like you run into somebody from high school, like they're not going to tell you the, like the worst highlights of the last 10 yeah, years. Definitely. So, definitely. so just realizing that everybody's human and your journey is not going to look like anybody else's. Sure. And how so can our listeners yeah. connect with you? Sorry to interrupt you. You can continue. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So on Instagram or Facebook, but Instagram is definitely the best way to find me. Um, so it's just at Gina Tellerico. It's just my name, no spaces, no periods, no dashes, no nothing. So I'm on there. 
Um, and I do have a, so, uh, or I have a Facebook group. It's called the social media collective. So of course you guys can definitely check that out. Just let me know that you came from here. Um, I run some free challenges and all that in there, but I talk about that quite a bit on my Instagram. So Instagram is definitely the easiest way. That's okay. Definitely connect with Gina. Make sure you connect with Gina because believe me, she got some stuff for you. So thank you so much, Gina, for being on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. <laughs> oh my god guys that was amazing if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on instagram at shewinsmastermind or tag me personally at fatia.site and remember that we are opening the door of the shewins membership i'm so excited about it and make sure you head over to shewinsmastermind.com slash membership to join or just on the homepage, you know by now, you know how a website looks like. <laughs> so, see you in the next episode.